Sessions on 16 as a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com.
Thank you.
Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Sessions on 16 podcast by Music Everywhere, presented by Avid Exchange, in partnership with Charlotte Shout and Charlotte Center City Partners. Now that we've got that mouthful done, I'd like to introduce this week's guest, uh, very special guest in the building this week, um, probably when we started working on this current season on Sessions on 16, uh, current season of Sessions on 16, and we started talking about what the the goal and the purpose and the vision behind what these next several seasons would be. One of the very first acts that came to mind is the group that we have here with us today. And um, once you hear the clips of the performance, you will know why. So in the building today, we have Trey, Tyler, and Nikki, better known as Cosmic Collective. What's going on, y'all? What up? What What's up? up? Hi. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's really good to have you guys here because, um, once again, like when we first started talking about putting this whole thing together, like you guys were among my very first thoughts. And I think like when we were wrapping up, like putting the putting the last touches on like what it would be and how it would be presented and how it would be structured, I think I ran into y'all and I said something to y'all about it then. So it's uh, real cool to, you know, get it done and get y'all here. So thank y'all for being here. Absolutely. So, um, Let's start at the beginning. Where are you guys from? You first. Um, well, I'm originally from Miami, Florida, and uh, I went to school right outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So I was in Nashville the last seven years until I moved to Charlotte okay. in 2021. Word. And I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and I met Nikki in Nashville at Middle Tennessee State. And then, yeah, we moved here together, and that's when we met Trey. Yeah, I'm a Charlotte native. I've been here my entire life. Dope. For now. For now, <laughs> yeah. I'm all, all, yeah, off to, off to college The soon. last little hurrah yeah. for a little minute. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So how did, uh, what's the inception of Cosmic Collective? Uh, well, I, in college, we... I mean, do you want me, should I tell that story? Yeah, I mean, you can say right. how we... I was playing, I was playing with um, some jazz singers, and Nikki was like, I can do this better. <laughs> and then she started booking gigs, and then I couldn't, I didn't have any time to play with anybody else because I was playing with Nikki. And yeah. we were sort of like, we played jazz at first, like straight ahead, I had the upright bass, and we were doing that for a while. And then we fell into like playing wedding band music because we were trying to make a little more money. money. Yeah, <laughs> and then after a while of doing that, we just like we're like we're putting all this time and effort and energy and mileage on our car and mm. mileage on our bodies. Like we should just play the music that we love and enjoy and have mm -hmm. fun doing. So um, over the past like three or four years, we've like really hard shifted the gear really hard and almost exclusively chased opportunities that will let us express ourselves yeah. Yeah. and like chased audiences that are willing to hear it. Dope, dope. So, 
at that time when you guys first linked up? So you were mainly singing at the time, like where mm-hmm. you weren't playing at all or like just like a little bit on the side. Or what, what was um, that looking like? I did not pick up the piano seriously until 2020. That I went to school just for is boys. disheartening. <laughs> That's I wild. had a lot of time. I didn't have a job because, you know, everything was shut down. So I just I, I took it all in. I, I learned as much as I could. And yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Yo, I had no idea. Yeah. Pandemic project, I guess. <laughs> that's crazy. So how did you get started um, singing wise? Like before before you made the transition? Uh, my dad followed the Grateful Dead around his whole life. So music was kind of in the house growing up and it just was in my blood. And I liked singing. It was fun. and It felt good. Word, word. What about you, Tyler? When did you start playing? Well, how, like, how'd you get into music just in general? Yeah, my, my dad uh, plays guitar and he played in like a blues swing band with like a horn section. And um, I always wanted to play guitar. And my dad told me that if I played bass, I would have more gigs. And uh, so I, I picked up the bass instead, and the rest is history. Like, I've just been practicing that mostly. Mm-hmm. And the youngest in charge, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's up? What's your story? Yeah, um, I've been playing music as long as I can remember. I've always just been very attached to it um, from a young age. And around here in Charlotte, there's a lot of opportunities to grow and learn music as a young person. So I've just been hanging out and making music and yeah or is um like anybody in your family uh musically inclined or no, you just not at all. just like something yeah, that you took to just just i've always been like huh that the music stuff is pretty cool so or, it's always just been around i've always been interested in you know making music listening to music all of it and, now do you yeah. play anything else outside of drums or is it just drums? yeah i i play a little guitar and okay. bass and yeah word word so run me back so you know you guys start out tyler you're playing for nikki as a jazz vocalist playing upright for y'all make the transition to the wedding bands and then y'all decide to do this so when y'all first started this what was the makeup of it because i'm assuming you were still singing at the time yeah mainly so what was the makeup of it at the beginning uh we had well, that's sort of why we call it the Cosmic Collective, mm-hmm. because there are other members and they sort of rotate like there could be up to like six or seven people on stage. OK, so at that time we had uh, a keyboard player named either Ashton Kimbrough or Jeff Goodkind, mm-hmm. and they're both amazing, taught yes. us so much. Um, we had drums like Jed Smith, Brad Covington, mm-hmm. uh, this is Nashville. Yeah friends um and then we had we would have a horn section as well word um like dave cooper uh yeah. we love playing with the trombone player. yeah trombone is like the favorite horn yeah. killing killing um, Devonte buford on sax uh don alco on sax yeah but yeah so you know i think like that still sort of exists like when mm-hmm. we can have the horn players and yeah. everybody there but we've been operating as the trio recently word no 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 that's what's up that's what's up so um. So y'all made that transition. Y'all moved here post pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the keyboard stuff started before you even moved here. Yeah. Word. Yes. <laughs> so as far as some of your influences making that transition from 
you know, just singing to now playing. Because mm-hmm. you like, you don't play like at the keyboard, like you actually play. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what was, um, what was, what was that transition like? Like who were some of the influences and who were some of the people that helped shape your sound and shape your ideas as you were teaching yourself to, yeah, to play? I got to give it up to Tyler over here because it really, really helps to be in a relationship with a good bass player. Yeah. Can give you like a good starting foundation, especially Absolutely. with piano. Yeah. It's just a lot of good information to create a solid foundation. But I'd have to shout out Herbie Hancock because mm. just like taking in as much of his music as possible has helped me to learn the keyboard. Word. Yeah. Word. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. What about you, Tyler? Like who are some of your biggest influences musically yeah uh paul jackson mm. harvey hancock you know um paul jackson well as far as bass players paul jackson thundercat mono neon jaco pastorius yeah um anthony jackson oh my god anthony jackson's probably one of the best bass players yeah, man. ever um and also Herbie Hancock. I mean, Herbie Hancock's music sort of is what got me into jazz. Like the song Gentle Thoughts, the album Secrets, like that was the start of it for me. Um, and then, you know, listening to some meters and stuff like that, sort of like the intersection of jazz and funk, mm-hmm. you know, the junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the junk. I like that. I haven't heard that one before. I like that one. I like that. What about you, Trey? Um, I'd say my main drumming influence is definitely Elvin Jones. Mm. You know, all the classics, uh, Tony Williams and the Fusion Era stuff and Jeff Tane Watts mm-hmm. and was also lucky to grow up around a lot of killing drummers, you know, in the Charlotte area, such as yourself, Tim, and, you know, Malcolm <laughs> Charles and Al Sergal and yeah. all the all the killing guys. Yeah, yeah, man. All all heavy hitters, man. Malcolm is uh, Malcolm something special. Yeah. He's uh he's and he's been something special like since he was a kid like I he went to uh Northwest School of the Arts just like me he was in like after I left so when I used to come back and like do like clinics and master classes and sessions with the the kids who were at Northwest already he was just like this special burst of energy just all over the room like he could go over to the piano and blaze and go over to the drums and blaze and he's just always been something special so um to see where he's at now even like as a solo artist and you know as a producer in his own right like it's it's been phenomenal to watch his journey and with everything that he's been a part of like even outside of his solo stuff things down to like what he's doing with Sean Mason trio him and Butler knows and you know seeing him play with like people like Lavelle Bradford and all that so you know very very special place um for Malcolm with me man it's my guy um so no that's dope that's dope it's funny um because I met you as a as a jazz art student too yes so how did you um what was your what was your start with them like how did you become aware of what they were doing um actually my mom just found an advertisement for the program Mm -hmm. and was just like you should try it out and you know see what's up and i auditioned and i got into the all-star group with lavelle bradford who is man i I can't say enough good things about him he is one of the greatest teachers i've ever had and he's taught me so much knowledge and Mm -hmm. that whole program in general oc davis Mm -hmm. and lonnie and they've been so good to the community and raising young musicians Mm -hmm. yeah it's been great absolutely 
you know, a lot of cats don't know. I tell people all the time, like, Lavelle might be, like, one of my favorite drummers in town. And that, like, that throws a lot of people off. They're like, yo, don't you play They piano? don't know. Yo, yeah. Lavelle might be one of my favorite drummers in town. Because just his, because he's, you know, like an amazing piano player, mm-hmm. his approach, drumming-wise, his touch, his sensitivity to, like, sounds and how, like, parts of the drum set react to mm-hmm. other things is just amazing. Like, I get, like, anytime I watch him play, I just get lost in it just because he's, He's just so phenomenal, man. And again, like you said, just an amazing teacher too. You know what I'm saying? I tell people like Lavelle is like my jazz uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. no matter like how much you grow, no matter how far you go, he's like one of those guys like every time I play, I feel like I'm under the microscope. And I'm like, was that all right? Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what, what didn't I do right? <laughs> what What should I be working on? What I got to what do I have to do better before oh, yeah. the next time you hear me? Mm-hmm. So you don't make And all the face. students are like that too. Like and it is, yeah. And it's, it's like, he just has like such endless knowledge. Like no matter how good you are, every time you, anytime he hears you, he'll always have something for you. Oh, yo, you should check out this. You should work on this. You should add this to your, rep. he's, a, he's just the best. So shout out to Lavelle Bradford as well. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys meet Trey? <laughs> So uh, we opened for a band that Trey was playing drums in, the Eli Asinth band. Shout out Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to Eli. And that's when we met everybody in your band, really. All, they're all homies. Um, and then we we're like, hey, we should try playing with that drummer. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, we sort of stole you from Eli yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Eli. The rest is history.
Talk to me about you guys' creative process because all the music we heard today is original music. I know you guys said you have music available online and stuff like that. So talk to me about like the creative process. Like how does everything come together for you guys? Uh, I feel maybe pretty chaotically. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, I, we at least like as long as I've been playing music, I've always liked like the unknown. Mm-hmm and not quite knowing if I'm gonna make it to the other side mm-hmm. and like um, trying to facilitate that always like in live performances mm-hmm. too, like, um, you know, improvisation mm-hmm. and just, you know, not like we don't know if we're gonna sound good, but like we just don't know how it's gonna feel. And when that, when you have that balancing act happening, man, when it's happening, you know, it feels, it's it like transcends. Yeah. Yeah. So I think everything from the creative process for us stems from chasing that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a lot of the tunes that like we play live, we don't usually rehearse them. Like we usually have maybe a recorded idea or maybe not even the idea hasn't been laid down yet, but we'll just sort of, we use our Tuesday jam mm-hmm. to just run it for the first time in front of people like it is if nikki knows what she's doing and i can sort of follow whatever crazy <laughs> chord she's playing and then as long as we can lock in then trey and i can lock in yeah. but yeah. and then through playing it live so many times it sort of shapes we find the things that work and then like the song sort of grows with us and then yeah. eventually we find something that works and but I do feel like the song will also have like a peak moment where everything's working and it's exciting. But then like a few weeks later, if we're doing the same things that we're working that last week, it stops working. Mm. So I don't know. It's tough to try to try to navigate this, this genre of music, yeah. whatever it is with that sort of mentality. But mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. Long way to answer, no, no, but no, that's what's up. chaotic like that. creative process. I like that. It's fun. I'm glad you mentioned the jam that you guys do at Crown Station. I was going to get to that, but like, how did that come? How did that come about? Like, how long y'all been doing that now? That's been almost a year. Yeah, almost a year. But oh. we've been hosting jams for like, eight years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like we hosted a Straight Ahead Jam when we were in college, mm-hmm. like the bar across the street from the college, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, we eventually. Like in Nashville, we realized that a lot of our friends, you know, if we just do straight ahead, we leave a lot of our friends out who are great musicians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just started doing this open thing. And in Nashville, we were able to refine it and sort of 
figure out how it works and when we came to charlotte man i don't know it just sort of we had it together by the yeah, time we like, got here for sure thank goodness so when y'all place. got here was crown station the first place that y'all hosted it no we did it at petty thieves brewing for like a, a month and a half or two months yeah which is cool but it started growing and um it just wasn't the like the place didn't have the yeah didn't meet the needs that yeah. crown had like yeah. crown has the projector screen yeah which and, adds a lot <laughs> and they stay open late so we can yeah no curfew on the jams yeah but petty man. thieves is killing yeah nah that's cool because like what i was going to say about it is it's dope that you guys have you guys have like built like a community there you know what i'm saying like before before i heard you guys play personally like i had like you know cats telling me hey yo you need to come check out this jam at crown station it's it's amazing and you know telling me about you know who you guys were and like what you guys are doing and hearing about it was one thing but like actually going on a tuesday night and seeing it like live and you know seeing you guys go up and do your thing and then when y'all open it up and everybody just kind of knows like it's there are rules but there are no rules you know what i mean yeah. like the chaos yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it's amazing so it's not like everybody's trying to like stretch over like one set head or one set chorus it's like somebody throw an idea and let's let's see where it goes yeah and yeah. to see like the not even just the community aspect of it but the quality of the community that you guys built there you know what i'm saying because oh, yeah. people really come with their ears wide open ready to kind of like stretch you get a lot of really special moments that way and that's that's really something uh yeah, like special yeah. that's the only way to put it like that's yeah. something special that y'all got there that's that's really amazing like how has that how has that been for y'all like is it is it not old yet it's not you know no, oh, no. no it's like every week is something different yeah and you mean like probably 10 new faces every week yeah um everybody yeah. that comes is amazing and nice and super supportive and it is that sort of like um yeah it's like the community watering hole it's like yeah. the gathering yeah. spot for all these people that i don't know everybody's great musicians but we only see them on tuesdays yeah and, and i've uh, met a handful of people that stopped playing music until they discovered our jam which that's been really special wow. to hear about yeah 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 no nah, that's amazing especially um so if y'all been doing it for a year how far post pandemic were were we when y'all kicked that off um, um, maybe I want to say November years. of last year. So, yeah, is that a year and a half? So yeah, like okay, two cool, years cool. maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, and it's funny because, like, even with you, like, how the pandemic was like the inspiration to get you into a new expression, a new form of expression in music. And but you know, same thing. Like you guys said, like I have, I know people who were like, oh, okay, well, I'm not. I'm not being I'm not able to do it the way I want to do it anymore or things are drying up and you know things are getting canceled so I got to go do this and hang this up you know what I'm saying so mm -hmm. yeah seeing that you guys kind of are part of helping relight people's fire like that's got to be extremely rewarding for you guys so yeah it's absolutely if um I think it's paid us it, like I don't expect any payment back but yeah. I will say just like the love just having everybody in that room Absolutely. is so special but i'm seeing other bands come out of 
that and the other bands are starting to play and just yeah. like again the moments that are happening when when the music syncs up to the video mm-hmm. and you know you got like like just the most random instruments on stage mm-hmm. sometimes it, it's really beautiful yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, it's honestly our souls need it like we wouldn't do it yeah we we'd, we'd be doing this no matter what yeah. yeah we have to do this no that's amazing so uh what's what's some things that are coming up for you guys What's coming down the pike? Um, we're playing Snug Harbor October 29th with Mia Gladstone. Mm. That's going to be pretty cool. We're playing the uh, Charlotte International Arts Festival. In October, right? October yeah. 1st, yeah. So for now, that's the live stuff. Shakori Hills. Oh, yeah, Shakori Hills Fall uh, Festival. Yeah, dope, dope. When's that? I don't know. Uh, second weekend of October. Dope, dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. And then we're just working on, like, a record. Mm-hmm. That's the move. That's that's where I'm. That's where I'm at. Yeah. What's going on with that? How how is that process going? Um. Well, so we just released an EP uh, called Exfoliate, and so I think like the past few weeks we sort of just been recovering from yeah the stress of that. Um, and this September we're like, I, I always feel we're like overflowing with ideas, but the hard part is you know is capturing them. So I'm just yeah. trying to like, just, September is going to be meant for like just trying to capture the idea yes the stuff out. i love it yeah no 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 that's amazing so um i'm not sure where you guys are with this and how aware you are you guys are aware of like what charlotte shout is so i guess you two are still like relatively new to charlotte yeah um so what have you guys heard about charlotte shout so far um from my understanding it's a two-week art mm-hmm. festival mm-hmm. and yeah. uh lots of music lots of art lots of cool street mm-hmm. design and s- installations but yeah, yeah I, I mean that's <laughs> that's really it that's the heart of it you know it's just two it's like a two-week little over two weeks two and a half weeks 17 days all immersive arts festival you know what i'm saying and it's it's just like a gift to Charlotte. It's a celebration of Charlotte. It's a celebration of Charlotte's culture. Um, everything from music to food, art. There are speeches. There's an ideas pillar, which consists of like speeches and you know presentations of that, you know things like that. But um, and it started, you know, out of you know the Charlotte Center City Partners office. You know, like Robert Crumbine's the you know the brains behind it and it's been the food pillar of it was probably like one of the biggest pillars for a long time and you know we've been really pushing for the music part especially since we started the music everywhere initiative out of the office as well and you know just to really highlight and celebrate and just give more love to you know charlotte's music community and to try to do our part to help bring more attention to Charlotte's music community from outside of Charlotte as well, you know, because um, it's a lot here, you know. You guys are examples of that as well. You know, it's a whole lot of talent here, and I don't think everybody everywhere knows just how much talent there is here, you know, how many, like, amazing artists and amazing musicians and amazing bands and amazing groups are based right here doing like amazing things and again like what you guys are doing is a amazing example of that so for me 
when we did this last round of Charlotte Shout, obviously with 17 days, we can do a whole lot. But still, like, we can't get everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always still, oh, we wish we would have. Oh, you wish you would have. So with this, we wanted to make sure we highlighted people who were a part of Shout already and who have already been a part of Shout. But we also wanted to, you know, build a relationship with artists who haven't done Shout yet. And, you know, people who, you know, artists who people need to be keeping their eyes out for and people uh, who people need to be looking out for. Because, you know, what you guys is doing is phenomenal as well. So you guys are an amazing example of what this is all about for me personally. And, um, you know, I definitely uh, would not be surprised if, you know, we saw you at Shout at some point. I'm not saying nothing, but I'm saying something. You know what I mean? I think we're booked. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. All 17 days. We got you. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> It's all good. We got it. But, um, yeah, man, like, one of the things, though, in addition to that is building, like, real relationship and real connection between artists and the audiences here. Because when we first started this Music Everywhere initiative, one of the things we did, we just kind of did, like, a deep dive into, like, the scene and we talk to artists and we talk to musicians and we talk to audience members people who are not musicians but are consumers regular consumers and part of what we found is people have a desire to connect more and connect better with the people that they support because you know for charlotte people specifically like that's what kind of fuels them to want to support that's what fuels them to say oh I want to go hear them because I know X, Y, Z thing about them. So that's another big thing about that. What's, um, as you guys think about yourselves as artists and as a group and as a collective, what is it, what's something that you always want people to take away when they see you, when they hear you, when your name comes up? Like what's, what's something that you always want people to know about who you are and what you guys represent. Big question. I know I'm good like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, that's a good, that's, um, man, I, I would probably say uh, that there, for us, I think it's like that there's way more than we can ever possibly understand. Yeah. And I think for us, our music is a window, tries to be a window into that just for a second. Yeah. And so if like people can, when they're with us, realize that in some sort of way or just be taken out of like, like what's going on in their day and just experience this otherworldly thing and then they can go, you know, just, yeah, there's more that we can ever possibly understand. Absolutely. I feel mm -hmm. like if they walk away, experiencing that we might not have the words for it but if we can at least feel that together like that'll do a lot absolutely yeah. no nah, that's good anything else you said it that was yeah. that was really well said yes. <laughs> beautiful i feel like i wrote that you know what i mean you you articulated it well you know what yeah. i'm saying <laughs> congratulations tyler <laughs> but no 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 that's what's up I, I really i like that and i think 
as somebody who has enjoyed you guys as a fan first, you know what I'm saying, for for some time, I can I can absolutely I can absolutely attest to that being real. You know what I'm saying? Like that being, you know, a part of the experience. You know, I, I think like the even like the last time I saw you, I think I had like my kids and my godsons with me. And like as we walked away, we were walking back to the car and one of my godsons was like, Yo, you know them? I was like, Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And one of my other guys says, like, he knows everybody. You know he knows them. <laughs> but, not yet. but nah, so um, nah, you guys are amazing at what you do. And uh, I'm extremely excited to see what else comes next and, you know, where you guys go. And, you know, I'm, like I said, you know, I'm forever a fan. So uh, where can people find you guys online and the Instagrams and Twitters and Facebooks and all that stuff? How can people keep up with you guys? We are Cosmic Collective Music on Instagram and just Cosmic Collective everywhere else. Cool. Yeah, so cool. So we're yeah. on the internet, so just <laughs> Google it. Yeah, yeah. Cosmic <laughs> Collective. First 10 pages of Google. There you go. Yeah, you find right. something. And you guys, have, you guys have a project available on Spotify, you said, right? We got a handful of things. Yeah, we got some cool. time. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. And then there's a record coming, so... Y'all look out for that, and in the meantime, go catch up with them, follow them, interact with them, um, and we look forward to seeing and hearing more from them. So that's it for this week, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Sessions on 16 Podcast, presented by Music Everywhere, presented by Avid Exchange. So we'll catch you the next time. Peace.
Thank you.